Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 79, where we are basically on uh, PAX Eve here. We're going yep, to PAX, PAX in a watch. few days, yep, and uh, that's actually our very first news. This was, I, I gave this episode a title, which we haven't done very often, and uh, I titled it Meltdown, because that's, you know, we've been questioning Sony's strategy on this podcast for almost at least the past year. Their marketing strategy the rollout of the PlayStation 5. So it came out this week. Sony announced that they're not coming to PAX East, where they were the biggest, literally the biggest yeah. exhibitor on the whole floor because they're scared of coronavirus. Yeah, which seems so take, Yeah, I was going to say, you take this first because this is going to be a deep discussion. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you look in the news and coronavirus is everywhere all of a sudden. Right, it is. It's blowing up in South Korea. It's blowing up in Italy. I heard Italy, yeah. That was the latest um, one. So, you know, I, I mean, I guess we can't take it too lightly, yeah. but I mean, Boston isn't exactly a hotbed of coronavirus, but maybe it could be, you know, if the right people show up to the show. Well, what I don't understand, though, is China is still the main source of coronavirus. Yeah. And, you know, Sony tried to take one, one of their stances was, well, we're trying to protect everybody else. Well, Sony's based in Japan. You're not sending employees from China. Well, to, I, to Boston. I think Japan is also struggling a little bit. With it. I mean, everybody has had at Just least probably one confirmed case. China yeah. And, you know, all the travel back and forth. But, but the, the, you know, like you said, I, I think, okay, they're trying to be safe and it's a, yes, coronavirus is serious, but what I keep getting at is like, it's really no more deadly than the normal flu. Like normal flu is deadly and nobody's scared of that. Nobody cancels everything mm -hmm. because of the flu but because coronavirus is new and unknown everybody's terrified of it oh, yeah. like terrified yeah. and um so this is where we stand with sony's strategy the year the playstation 5 is coming out sony will not be at pax east where they were to be the biggest exhibitor they canceled their game developers conference conference for the same reason coronavirus yeah, yeah. they already bailed on e3 that takes us up until August when yeah. Gamescom is. August. I mean, you got to wonder how much of it is due to coronavirus and how much of it well, is that's, maybe just some something's gone wrong yeah, behind, that's, behind closed you know, doors. I, was it last episode or the episode before where we're like, they said they don't know the price yet. We hear that the, the cost of materials is, is relatively high. Um, you know, they haven't said a word about this thing other than the, they've showed us the logo. Yeah. They've showed us the logo. Like, yep. what is going and, on? And, and, I mean, I can make that logo because oh, yeah. it's the same exact font. It's literally a Photoshop font. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to be the guy to design that Backspace 5. Yeah. Oh, we're done. Spins let's, around let's at the camera. Yeah. yeah, let's go get Somebody one. made like a million dollars on that design. <laughs> but like, and I get that the times are changing and, you know, marketing strategies evolve. You know, I, I heard some people saying like, oh, you know, they could really pull a big surprise and maybe it'd be really exciting if they don't reveal like anything until like right before it comes out. Yeah. You know, because everybody now points to Apex. Like, look what Apex did. You know, yeah. they, nothing. And then 75 million players. The thing is, is that Apex, A, it was free. to It's a free to play product. Yep. With a console, 
it's something that people need to save money for. They need to have it on their like their Christmas lists yep. or like their they need to budget for from it. From the sounds of a it, five, maybe, six hundred, seven hundred dollar console. Maybe this console in particular, because these yeah. consoles might be a little more expensive right. than we're we're used to. You can't shadow drop Especially a given what we've heard about coronavirus impacting the um you know the production the supply yeah and and you know i guess they're just having supply issues in general so yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see um this so there's a few other elements to this equation so nobody else not many people have honed in on this but a journalist who has a verified twitter account a gaming journalist just a few hours before this announcement was made said that he was going to see the PS5 and that it was going to be revealed at PAX East publicly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Just trolling though, right? How could he be? This was before the announcement was made. Oh. Right. So how could he be trolling? Oh, maybe. <laughs> and, and, oh, that would be... That'd be and how stupid would he be? Because he's destroying his... Well, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah. it seems like it'd be stupid for like an actual professional to draw attention to themselves like that telling a lie when, when you're a journalist like you know, your, your word is your i do wonder bond. i do wonder now now that you mentioned that the mayor of boston was yeah. begging sony to come back yeah and i wonder if he found out that hey you know like they were gonna announce the new playstation yeah game, but not now it was gonna be huge and, and you know that would be a big deal for his city yeah know? i mean that would be worth begging sony to come yeah. back well i i get i mean as a mayor i totally get why he has publicly said this because First of all, I heard a lot of people, like pretty ignorantly, in my opinion, claiming you know PAX should be canceled. PAX should be canceled. No, Sony wasn't isn't all of PAX. Yeah. They were saying like yep. this is a ripoff. I don't want my tickets anymore. Yep. That's overblown. Um, but because of the reason that Sony gave publicly, I'm sure his office is getting tens of thousands of inquiries about. Well, do you have coronavirus in Boston? Yeah. It's probably his staff is probably totally overwhelmed. <clears throat> answering questions about coronavirus. You know, it would it'd be a shame because if they really were going to announce the PS5 there... And we would have be, been there. Well, I mean, that that will forever... <laughs> what is our... <laughs> that would forever haunt me. Well, but, they'll never say. They'll never say, yeah, well, we were going to yeah, do but it. Some, at some point, it would leak out like, hey, we were going to... Maybe this was the leak. Um, but if they were going to do it, I mean, from the perspective of PAX East, that really would have... You know, central the profile oh, for of that sure. show. For sure. You know, I mean, that show just started off as like a little pokey indie Penny game. Arcade yeah, Expo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it's, and every year it's, it's sort of gone up. Bigger and, up and bigger. And up. So, I mean, it would be a real shame if they really were going to announce it there. That, that would have been a huge boom. This is me. just our luck. Because the first year we went, yeah. Borderlands 3 was the big thing. And we got locked. We got yeah, locked, locked out. out by like five minutes. So, so possibly PlayStation 5's big reveal could have been the big thing this year. And it gets canceled a week before we go. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter because they're not going to be there. Damn it. You know what else people were getting at? I saw people complaining about this. Nintendo is now the biggest exhibitor. Nintendo hasn't even said what they're bringing. Nobody has yeah. any clue. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. hasn't it's said. It's going to be Super Smash Brothers again. Right, Super Smash Brothers, maybe like Luigi's Mansion or something. Crap that's already out. Yeah, I mean that's all they gave us last year. I just really though, like, could I'm beginning to wonder. Are we cursed? No, well that too, but <laughs> like, like I'm literally beginning to question not only Sony's strategy here, 
But like maybe this thing isn't even gonna make it out this year. Yeah. Like there's so many questions about this. Something right is now. wrong. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This, like this you isn't don't, normal. You don't go silent for two full years and then just keep going silent. If if I was rolling out my console this year, yeah. you need to be going like all out, like guns of blazing. Yeah. And they are not coming to PAX, they are not going to GDC, yeah. they're not going to E3. I mean, here we are, we're at the end of February. They've and got all the rumors said it's gonna be announced this month. And, and it's nothing. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be. It's now. nothing. Um, so that le- literally leaves Gamescom, and that leaves Tokyo Game Show, which is in September. Yeah. I was thinking one of these consoles might drop in September or October. Yeah. Could you imagine if Microsoft gets the Xbox out this fall, and Sony has to delay even till like January? Well, I'm starting to wonder. That'll be catastrophic. I'm starting to wonder if you. I mean, you go back a few months. You remember how they first announced PS5? that like article yeah it was like really awkward here's the specs oh yeah here's the specs yeah and i wonder if that was like realizing like uh uh-oh we're in trouble here yeah right we gotta say something yeah so they're like okay well to cover ourselves we'll we'll announce it yeah and then you know hopefully we can fix this in the meantime yeah And, and then you know maybe they just haven't been able to fix whatever the issue is and here we are you know now we're back into radio silence it's just so bizarre it's like very bizarre Microsoft has been talking about their console for at least a year. Yeah. And the moves that they've made have perfectly like set up a big launch. Yeah. And Sony is just so I mean, the only thing I can imagine if you want to keep the faith for Sony is they're gonna try and do an Apple kind of like shadow launch where like, hey, here it is. Yeah. It's on sale this week. Yeah. Go buy it. You know, like but a, I don't think, like you said, there's probably going to be supply issues. Yeah. And B, I don't think that works when it's a device that's that much money. Yeah. Like your your loyalists will immediately adopt yeah. it. Yeah. But when you're trying to go, you know, sell 80 million consoles, and and everybody everybody knows those damn iPhones are coming. Yeah. Way in advance. Yeah. Like you know exactly what it is and. It's not really a surprise. Yeah. Every time. I think the like the, you know that the, this it's being announced at this event, so yeah. you know it's going to be on sale a week later. Oh yeah, yeah. And because they've they've ran their playbook like yeah, that for so long. Right. And the utility, like you know, of a phone, you sort of need a phone. Yeah. You don't really need a PlayStation. Exactly. So I think they can get away with it in that yeah, respect. Yeah. Um, it's not like you're locked out of anything if you have the yeah. iPhone 10 yeah, instead of the exactly. 11. Exactly. Like, whatever. And they still have all the old models that you yeah. can pick from and so they can get away with that PlayStation. Not so much. Yeah. I'm just, I'm literally like grave. I don't, I don't even like Sony. I'm probably not even buying this console. Yeah. And I'm like gravely concerned. Like, well, you know, it's funny. I've been warming up to it. Um, the more I think about it, just because like, if I'm going to get VR, this might be the, the VR experience to get. Cause you know, you're going to have Sony, you're going to have everybody else. Everybody else for the VR game is going to be on there. Um, not so, Half-Life Alex. So if you, if, if you want a VR, and it probably for the price, it's probably going to be the best bang for the for your buck. So I, in that respect, I am a little bit interested. I would say the PSVR game offerings are really narrow, though. Yeah. They've, they've got, what was it, Astro Boy or Astro Bot? Yeah. Astro Boy, right? Astro Bot, right. I, Astro Boy is the I Japanese can't, Yeah, I can't remember. Anime. And then, you know, like Resident Evil 7. Um 
You're not going to get Half-Life Alex on PSVR, which is going to be the oh, VR will. killer I app. think you will. Valve said no. Oh, really? Yeah, they said no. No no version of that's being considered. Wow. That's weird. Cause they oh, they want to sell the Index. They put it on every other VR device. Yeah, but then you'd need to literally develop a console version. Yeah, I guess that's true. Whereas, you know, I don't know. Well, that will make me rethink it because that was the number one game. I mean, they like. could change, you know, if... If yeah. PS5 like launches box, and it's a huge success. Orange Box did eventually come to console. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, these consoles aren't even out yet, so who knows. But uh, So the big, and this is, this is, I guess it's big news. It's probably exciting to a lot of people. The big presentation at PAX this year is the world premiere of gameplay for Baldur's Gate 3, which... Yeah, it was a big game back in the day. Yeah, but I'm that, just like I'm like you know I'm not. Going that's funny. That. I was thinking that, that will that will excite my old high school lunch table. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I thought about this and I, I all I thought was well you know what that's gonna be a great time for us to be out on the floor because everybody's gonna be going to that and yeah. the floor will be like empty. Yeah, um, and I don't, you can go if you want, but I like have no interest in sitting in there for two hours yeah. and watching Baldur's Gate. 3. I was never you know. Those, those I can watch it at home. Top-down I can watch it at home. RPGs. It's not what, an exciting... What, what's the perspective called? Isometric. Ant- isometric, that's right. Yeah. yeah those, those... I might even buy the game, but like within packs. Yeah. Like, my time's going to be better. Very limited, I can literally yeah. watch the video of the gameplay in the car. You know, I was, I was thinking about it today. Like, we're going to be so lucky that we can get... We can choose what time we're going to be there. Yeah. And on Thursday morning, I'm sure nobody's like going to be there. Yeah. Like, so we're going to, like, whatever we want to go do, we're yeah. going to be able to do. It's going to be perfect. Which is nice compared yeah. to what we ran into last year. Yeah. Friday was busy as heck. Yeah. And then I think Saturday is even busier. Yeah. Traditionally, Saturday is the busiest and then, day. Well, and we were on the bus. So, like, when we arrived, there was already a line to, yeah. to China. Mm-hmm. So, Hopefully yeah. not to China because yeah. coronavirus. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, though. Uh, because of the coronavirus, it turns out that online gaming and stream viewership is way, 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 like exponentially through the roof because everybody is literally staying inside their homes. <laughs> All anybody has to do yeah. is play video games. So, Well, it's funny, though, because China, remember, if you remember back a few I'm months ago. I'm trying to limit the time. China, China just passed laws limiting <laughs> They're the They're probably time. trying to repeal so that as fast like, as they can. Yeah. I mean, this is why you don't do that stuff. Um, but, you know. So I guess there are some good things for the gaming industry coming out of this because you know the the bad side like we've talked about the manufacturing game development has like ceased in a lot of places over there. Yeah. So it, it really is extraordinary what this virus has done to the world. Yeah, like, it's like crippling. I, yeah, I mean they canceled they canceled completely uh, Mobile World Congress. Yeah. Which was in Spain. Yeah. Which, you know you don't really think of as. A coronavirus hotbed, hotbed, but they canceled the show outright. They're, you know, I mean, I think people are just so paranoid about yeah. it. It's Italy's up to fifty thousand people quarantined, and yeah, and China is over sixty million. I just and when you sent me that video today of that that stop or whatever they call yeah. it, the barricade. I don't think that was real. Like I think it was real, but if you read the sign behind yeah. the guy, it says exercise. Yeah. So I think it was like a. Yeah, you but know, still, practice. like they're practicing for that, yeah. even if it's not real. Like, yeah. like this is real life. Like people yeah. are being—I <laughs> don't know. Well, and that's the thing is, you never know what stuff coming out of China. Like, what's real? What yeah. Is, like yeah. obviously that was 
that was to make people feel better. Like, oh, look, they're we've they're, got they're it under training, control. They're spraying the soldiers down. It doesn't then, make me feel better. Then though. you just wonder what what's actually occurring out there. Right, it doesn't make me feel better. It makes me feel like. Resident Evil is real. Yeah. Like, like we yeah. are literally, yeah, really. like all those post-apocalyptic movies that yeah. start with an outbreak. Yeah. Like, this is it. Yeah, like, watching that video, it's like, this, this, this is, is literally what it. we're living through. Oh, God. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And I hope it subsides soon. Like, oh, yeah. Well, that's what somebody... It's bad. I was listening to another video about it recently, and that's what somebody said. And this was a professional, speaking like a medical professional. They said... We don't know when this is going to subside or how. And that that's when I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, that's why it's, that part is the most scary. Like, if I caught it even, it seems like I'd probably be okay, you know, in the long run. Yeah. But it's like, this is, it's spreading so fast and viciously. That's what's scary yeah. is that it's debilitating everything. It sounds like it's, it's really killing older people. And, and infants, yeah. And infants, yeah. The yeah. young and the old, which is or usually. autoimmune people, yeah. people with autoimmune deficiencies. Unfortunately, the people that. Do die the most from flu from and, and other stuff. General. Yeah, yeah, the most susceptible. Right, but still, that's what's crazy is that it's spreading so, like, rapidly, and it's yeah. so debilitating in quarantine. Yeah, that's. Like, I mean, that's the part that's blowing me away is is the effort that's we underway. Don't, we don't quarantine flu. No, we don't quarantine anything. The the effort that's been put forth by all the world's governments yeah. to, to contain this. And yeah. It's still just running wild. It's just, yeah, that's just wild to me. Yeah. It, it really is. I've never seen anything like it in my life. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty scary. I mean, we I had, we all I could think of was like, like, you know, SARS and the cruise ship virus yeah. back in, I don't know, yeah. 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. And it, well, it's, it's way bigger than but, SARS. But right, that, that was like maybe like a dozen cases. Then it was gone. Well, I think it ended up killing 700. Did it? In, mostly in China. Yeah. Um, but obviously, this is over 2,000. Yeah, yeah. And climbing. So. Yeah. I was thinking like U.S. Maybe, maybe oh, yeah, we had yeah. like a US dozen cases nothing. or something. It was like basically. From that one ship. And that's kind of interesting too, isn't it? Like that, they're able to keep that basically contained to China. And mm-hmm. this is just, it's everywhere. It's so bizarre. It's a weird thing to be witnessing and yeah watching it almost it. feels like the 21st century plague you know like, yeah that's what i mean like it just feels i don't know so switching gears quite drastically i saw an interesting conversation bubbling up this week and i had to seize it because i like to jab nintendo at every <laughs> every opportunity that i can get but this came from within this came from within the smash community like the professional smash community they started speaking out this week and uh calling out nintendo publicly for not only failing to support like the smash professional scene because nintendo won't do they they don't touch it they won't hold like like any any events like all these events are like grassroots um so they were saying like you have huge potential you hear you have one of the most like literally when you think about the the like the What's the word I'm looking for? Potential of like a professional smash scene. Yeah. It's so crazy because you've got all these recognizable characters. Like it's something that casual viewers would very much enjoy. Like seeing Mario and and Link fight is to even the most casual gamer is exciting. Yeah. 
even you know people that don't play games, you still recognize Mario. Yeah. You still recognize. And they have so many characters from so yeah. many companies that now. Yeah. You, know, um, you got Pac-Man. You got Solid Snake. You got just everything. Bayonetta. Yeah. Um, but they were saying that not only is Nintendo not supporting them and not trying to help and build the scene, but they were they pointed out that a lot of third-party sponsors have like tried to put together events for smash specifically yeah like red bull was the most prominent like they wanted to have like a huge smash event and red bull was going to pay for the whole thing yeah and nintendo said you're not doing anything along those <sighs> lines you're not allowed and the players are just starting to get really frustrated and depressed I, I don't understand nintendo it's you know what feeds them destroys them yeah like they're they're a very old school japanese company yeah and on one hand, that's cool because that means we get tons of tons of games. You yeah. Know, like that's Nintendo will always put out tons of games. Yeah, their which production's I love, unreal. Which I love. Yeah, high quality games, and they just tons of games. But on the other hand, it also means they're gonna fight with you to put their stuff on YouTube even. Or yeah, yeah. Fight with you if you want to put on an esports. Thing, yeah. You know and. It's just so annoying. It's like, yeah. get with the 21st century. Like, look around. One of the streamers uh, referenced, you know, he said back in the back in the day, he got copyright. There used to be copyright strikes by Nintendo for streaming Nintendo games like Smash on Twitch because yeah. Nintendo thought it was bad. Yeah. Just, and just it's like, last year, just last year, they changed their policy from... Basically annihilating anybody on YouTube yeah. that, that posted anything Nintendo to, okay, we're going to let you do this because we realize it, it's, it's free it advertising. It is so bizarre that they don't understand. Like, how can they not look at, like, what Fortnite has done, yeah. for example? A game that still has, like, the casual mass appeal that Nintendo games do. Yeah. But they've built a, a giant esports and competitive scene that drives the whole game. like. Yeah. And that's what Smash can be, and that's what drives me nuts. Yeah, I don't understand how you can run a business and, and you know, you got this wildly popular fighting game. Yeah, one of the best. And, and you look around, you look at Capcom, they, you know, like they got their fighting game on television, you know, they got, mm-hmm. you know, their, their fighting tournament on television. And Capcom's not really that flush with cash. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, all these other companies are putting their game competitions <clears> on television. And you're like, no, no, we we don't we don't want to get involved in this stuff. Like, and you've got stop that now. I yeah. <laughs> but I can I could I can totally understand people looking at like the model that Activision is doing with like the franchise cities with like Overwatch League and like uh, yeah. Call of Duty, being like, I don't want to do that. No, I totally get that. I because that's a huge undertaking, especially with something like Smash. It's a big risk too. Smash should be very individual players. Yeah, yeah. I I totally understand looking at that and being like, you know, you know, but something like Fortnite where they're just like, you know, we're setting aside this much money for uh, you know prize pools for tournaments. Yeah. Even if it's once a year, it gives all those players incentive to keep playing and streaming and getting better so they can get to that final, you know, the carrot on the stick. And then you have the big event. Yeah. And this game is made for it. Like, literally, it's like handcrafted for that type of thing. Yeah. And I don't know. Nothing. I don't know what they're thinking sometimes. I keep hoping. Well, on the one hand, I mean, like I say, what feeds them destroys them. They... They have, I want to, I want them to keep that idea of like, okay, we're going to put out tons of games, like game seller consoles. Yeah. 
I don't want to see what, like basically what happened to Sega, mm-hmm. wherein I feel like Sega adopted a more Western mentality. And now you just did. don't see them putting out games. Like Sega doesn't put out games. Oh, I just think Sega is just, it's the 120th of its former size. Like yeah. all their teams have been shut down yeah. and well, downsized. I mean, you look at like Rockstar and they only put out two games. Yeah. You look at Activision and they only put out I just don't think, I literally one don't, game. I don't think Sega internally, I really don't think they develop any games anymore. Like, I think they buy. You you look around the Western developers, they don't, they don't put out many games anymore. No. They put out like. Well, it's games as a service. Yeah. It's, and I, I like Nintendo's, okay, we're just going to. Game, 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 game. But the game, thing game. is, is that they can still Smash does not need any further work on the game itself yeah, yeah, than what I, they are doing. Yeah, They're I, already I, doing it. And yeah, just to support. They're adding new characters sport. every now and yeah. then, and they, they're already doing the work. I, I wonder if maybe I wonder if they know that they're online infrastructure sucks and maybe maybe that's the tournaments are land yeah that's true i mean there's no excuse yeah and it's 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 really incredible that the top tier smash players are like begging like the yeah. i listened to the one speech the guy gave he's like please if anyone in nintendo is listening right now it's like please like we need your support like we are dying out here we're creating content for your games which is helping it's, themselves it's funny you have we're getting no support because i actually i actually went and i wa- like i don't watch much esports mm-hmm. but i did i found some some smash esports this yeah. week because i've been playing smash more recently and everybody for, loves it for whatever reason i've been watching these guys play and i'm just like oh my god like it's almost like they're playing a different game they're really I, good they're yeah so good yeah and uh, so yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see a tournament because when you watch these players play it, it's like holy crap, that's yeah. the way the games should be. Played. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a whole different. Oh, it really. I is. remember one different. time when I was playing Quake. <clears throat> Quake, I teamed up with a bunch of professional players by complete chance. I ran into them, and I, I had like a good game or something, and they invited me, and they, you know, we found out. They explained, you know, who they were just by casual conversation. They're just having fun, just playing. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I had that like one good game or whatever, and I I wasn't paying any attention. Yeah. And then the next like I played with them for like maybe like an hour, I could not get a kill, like none, because they were just terrorizing the map. Oh, yeah. Like I could I could not do anything. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what it's like to play with pro gamers. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was totally used to I came across a Halo team like that. Yeah. Where they were definitely, they had to be pro because they were just ridiculous. Like, good. there was literally, like you said, it was just, it was another game all of a sudden. Yeah. I was like, this is not, like, it wasn't even fun for me. I no, was like, no. this is yeah. just, I'm we, useless. We, we stood no chance. Yeah. None. I was just used, but these were my teammates. So we were winning like 50 to like three every game. Yeah. But like, I was literally just like running like, 50 yards behind them, hoping that I could hit somebody with a single shot because they were all dead by the time yeah. I got there. Yep. It was just nuts. Um, speaking of professional gaming, I really uh, slotted these together really well this week. They all flowed together really well. Yeah. Ninja, a former professional gamer and obviously one of the top streamers in the world, well, at one time, one of the top gaming personalities at least, Um <laughs> He literally threw like a rage fit this week, and every time I see him, I'm just reminded like, this is a, <laughs> like this is such a successful man, and I I look at him and I like literally I'm like this man is also pathetic. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I can't I can't 
mess with any of these no. these personalities. Like, well, I, I can't. I, I hate it. There's hate some it. of them where like they're just they're just fun and they're just themselves. And then there's like Doctor Disrespect, who's like playing a character. Yeah, that, okay, Doctor Disrespect. He he is. He's, he's like a pro good. wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And but do you know who like Courage or like Tim the Tatman no, are? No. They're, Tim the Tatman's just like a fat bearded dude from Syracuse, oh, and he's really? one of the top yeah. Twitch streamers. That's cool. And he's literally he just like hangs out. He's like a normal guy. It's, yeah. it's like playing games with you and I together. Yeah. So he's just normal. But anyway, so Ninja said this week that if you don't get mad after losing a game, that you're lazy and stupid, and and he raged at using it's just the game, like that you shouldn't have that mentality. He's like, he's like, imagine telling LeBron James or Tom oh, Brady, God. it's just a game, and oh, and he just constantly insulted like everybody who See, like he's such. You go, you I, go. I'm at the point where if you go, are, go, go. if you are playing. Call of Duty, and you think you're hardcore because you play Call of Duty. Like there's nothing more embarrassing. You can play, you can play Animal Crossing, and as long as you just shut up and play it. Yeah. Like I think you are more, you know, you're, you're less embarrassing playing like <laughs> Animal Crossing, <laughs> sitting, sitting in public even, than if you think you're hardcore for playing like Call of Duty or, or something like that. I mean, taking it extremely seriously because it's just like. I mean, not in the esports. If you're yeah, if you're in an you're e-sport, professional, yeah, I get it. You know, it's like, money. Take, yeah, exactly. That's your livelihood. So I get it, taking it seriously there. But if you think you're like hard because you're playing casual Call of Duty, yeah, you're just ridiculously embarrassing. Like I'm. Away. So I'm a I'm a naturally competitive person. I don't like losing, yeah. even when I'm playing or doing something that I know I have no. Like axe throwing, for example. When I did it for the first time, I wanted to be good. You know, it's just how I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I get, I'm constantly compelled, like a lot of people are, to get better. Yeah. I'm not, it's not unique. It's just a lot of people are wired that way. But like, like you said, like this to me was like, he has lived one of the most privileged lives that anybody could live. This guy has never worked a real job. He's been a pro gamer and streamer for his yeah. entire life. And like he has no idea like gaming is so big and we all play games for so many different reasons. For some people, it's to relax. For some people, it's to have fun with your friends. For some people, it's whatever, you know, if some people it is to be competitive. But like, yeah, for him to just come out and just like wall up like. Like I always go back to like and we've said this in the podcast before, like when I was a kid. When we were kids growing up, it was like you weren't sure when it was cool to say that, like you, oh, you yeah, were yeah. like who you don't want to say it in front of certain people because then you won't be cool exactly. anymore. Exactly. Like so, like I love that gaming is like as big as it is now and mainstream, but but I hate like people like him make me embarrassed because oh, yeah. it's like you are so freaking privileged and you are such a whiny baby and you are who everybody's looking at like you are the gamer that everybody's looking at and i remember i had a pokemon folder and uh like i sort of kept it hidden this was right at the beginning of the pokemon craze yeah and then the kid in front of me turned around he's like oh pokemon yo i love that game i was like yes thank Thank god God. (laughs) (laughs) there's somebody else yeah it's not just And, and i remember too having like this uh I'm sorry for using her name. <laughs> She's embarrassed by this. I remember having this moment. I think we were in sixth or seventh yeah, grade yeah. during the Pokemon craze. Yeah, I think it was sixth grade. Where Kim Strigler 
she opened her locker and she had Pokemon cards in there. Oh, wow. And I had this moment where I was like, girls even like Pokemon. <laughs> like, this is great. Like, this is amazing. Because then it like wasn't just like the nerd guy yeah, thing. Exactly. You know, it was like, it was just one of those moments where I'm like, sweet. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but I'll I, never forget that just because, you know, I just, I just really hate like, we everybody has raged playing a, playing games before it happens, but Ninja's just like he really is such a baby, and he really needs to have some perspective. Like he has none, like ze- literally zero. Like oh yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, you know, and the thing that gets me even I mean, more—he's never is that, really held a real job. That's, that's what I mean. Real. He's never had any. His life has literally been playing yeah, Halo, playing Halo, Halo, and Fortnite. Yeah, and he's camera. made. Millions and millions of dollars, and but um, oh, what I was gonna say is what gets me even more is that he, his audience is children. Oh yeah. So here he is, like setting this, like kind of a I hate to use this word as I do sometimes, but like a toxic example of how to be like you need to be getting angry when you lose, like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Take it, ser- take it that serious. You know, when when you're in like middle school on the high school or football team, your coach isn't screaming at you, telling you to get mad when you lose. They teach you sportsmanship and they teach you yeah. most of the time. You know, sure, you want to be competitive, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to win, but they teach you, you know, when the game's over, you shake hands. They always have the teams shake hands. Yeah, and, yeah. and here's Ninja. You know, screaming literally the opposite. Like, no, go raid. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do that in private, that's fine. Like, I, right. I, I don't love, care. I love playing like Halo or Rocket League in private, and then just going berserk here. Like, I, I just go nuts. Like, I'm screaming and. Oh, shouting. I do too. I mean, people probably, people outside in the street can probably hear me. <laughs> you know, I have like, no problem. Somebody dying in there. And I have no problem with that. But what I do take issue with is him putting down people who just want to have fun. And just want to game to game, yeah. you know, like that's that's a problem when your audience is ten year olds. Yeah, exactly. Like, I uh, think you know he was probably just sort of embarrassed in that moment, and so he was just trying to like deflect and oh, you know, you need to. I don't know. I don't know. But I wish Ninja would just go away. <laughs> I really do. Take your pink and blue hair and take your book with the twenty billion copies that nobody's buying and. Go away. And and next for the most up is down, down is up, left is right, backwards story. <laughs> you know, like we just seem you to be, t- take this. You just you set be, this the tone for this one. Go we just ahead. seem to be living in bizarre world. I don't know. You know, I'm starting to believe the Mandela effect. Like we've crossed, <laughs> we've crossed over universes uh-huh. because somehow. So wait, does the Monopoly Man have a monocle? I don't know now. Like <laughs> anything's possible now. Somehow, Sonic the Hedgehog, that god-awful movie, you know, that we were laughing at, that, you know, there's no way this movie could be anything but a bomb. It's a big hit. Set the record for the biggest video game movie Best opening ever. video game movie. Do you know what it passed? Ever. Detective Pikachu. Uh, oh, I was going to say Assassin's Creed. No, Detective Pikachu. I don't even think that made, like, God. a million at the box office. That was terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, games really do have so much potential, and yet yeah. every time Hollywood gets near it, they, it's, just, they ruin it. They just have no idea no. what to do. But somehow, apparently, and I actually heard people liking this movie. I really did. People say, like, this was actually pretty good. Like, yeah. I, 
I don't even know what Sonic to think. Sonic still doesn't look close to right, but... No, no. I mean, world's better than he did, obviously. Acceptable at this What time point. are we going to going up to Boston? I think 1 o'clock. We're going to leave at 1? Well, I mean, we'll shoot for probably 2. I got to see what I was, time... I was kind of wondering if, if we have time, if we get up there that night. Maybe we shouldn't, but we could go see Birds of... If we have time, we could go... If oh, there's like God. a theater nearby, go see Birds of Prey oh, or something. God, I don't even know if I have the interest. <laughs> don't have it in you? I think I'd rather see Sonic, maybe. Or, or not not, not Birds of Prey. Uh, Harley Quinn and birds the Birds of, of Prey or whatever. But yeah, Sonic. Oh, my God. Is Knuckles isn't in this movie, is it? I have no idea. When, when's that movie They're probably going to keep when's that the movie sequel. <laughs> Do you think Sh- Expanded universe. Do you think Shadow Sonic's in the post-credits? I'm sure something is. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. They probably were like, oh, this movie isn't going to do well. Yeah. So we'll just There's no throw post. it out. Yeah, no post. No, the self-contained now. story. No, who knows? I don't know. In a way, it's kind of a good thing. Could you imagine? How much money do you think Sega made off this? I don't know. Probably like 10 cents. I, yeah, that's because, what I'm wondering. If they just, did, how did they structure Sega the deal? Sega is dumb as a rock. <laughs> they probably paid for this movie and didn't, didn't ask for any money back. <laughs> We need to grow the character's presence again. And so, I'm going to pay you $100 million. So we'll million. pay you $100 million. <laughs> We don't even want the money back. That's so Sega. Uh, so tell me about these NFL playoff format changes oh that seem God. to be coming. They, they, it seems like it's like almost a done deal. Know. It seems to be a race between the NBA and the NFL to see who can screw up their sport more, you know. The NFL, they want to switch to 17-game regular season. That I don't get. Which is ridiculous. Why? It's so stupid. Because if you got if you got a bunch of divisions with four teams in them, yeah. 16 works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you, you know, you play home and away, and then you play, you know, a couple other divisions. But with 17, now all of a sudden you got, you know, just like uh, one, one random game that needs to be played. Well, and, and the part that I don't get... Like uh, the playoff change, I, I do understand because they're trying to get away from the what we had with the, the NFC East this year, where the East was just pure garbage, and yeah. they knew that whoever made the playoffs was just going to lose first round. Yeah. But the 17 game thing, like the NFL's been being, you know, not only literally harmed by injuries, but they've taken a lot of flack for injuries as well, yeah. like not protecting players. Yeah. And so now, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to make them play another game. Well, I was trying to think. Well, like, why would you do that? Yeah. So another quarterback if, if can get a concussion before the playoffs? Game, you, you should probably make them expand the roster. That's what, like, you're going to have load management like yeah, they do in the NBA. Exactly. Like, we're going to start the backup four games it's a just, year. It's funny to me that they're like, oh, you know, we're so worried about brain injury. Here, let's play some more games. Right. Let's stick more. <laughs> let's stick you on the field more. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, I don't understand that. Um I mean, they have made changes to make the game safer. Yeah. So maybe that. I believe it. So now I'm wondering, like, you know, did they make those changes to make the game safer just so they could add more games? I just don't see, you know, those players, they start, I mean, it's a a physically demanding game. It really is. And they work, you know, the the Super Bowl's the end of January, and they work. When does camp start? Usually, like, July? Yeah. Like end of July, I think, or maybe early. Yeah, so that's the end of July. Especially if you make, you know, the Super Bowl. That's only February, March, May, June. It's only four months of an off season. Yeah. And you know they all work out and stuff in the off season. Yeah. So it's just it doesn't seem like a good idea to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, and then the playoff format is going to change to right now the first seed and second seed get buys. Yeah. In this new format, only the first seed will get a buy. Yeah. This, and then they're going to add like another team to the mix. Yeah. And the second seed will play probably whatever, what is it, seventh seed or yeah. whatever. And so you'll have two through seven playing each other. And then, yeah. And then the next week, one will jump in. Um, which just seems, do you, I don't know. Do that, you think, that just seems unnecessary. Do you think that, I have to feel like the timing of this, maybe, I know they've talked about some of this before, but I have to believe that the time, some of this is brought on by the XFL. Like we need to shake things up. Yeah, maybe. Just for excitement. But to now, get the attention back on You know, us. what's even crazier is what the NBA is doing, I think. The, the, did yeah, you hear how a, they want to change their It's season? a tournament, right? Yeah, an, in, an in-season tournament. But did you hear how this tournament's going to be played? No. It's not going to be played with a clock. It's going to be played to a number. So, like, like first, first team to, like, 125 wins. Can you bust? Like, I, I, <laughs> if, if you only need two points, can you? if you shoot a three, do you go back down to I, 100? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that, that's just so weird. And the other weird thing is, is, you know, in Europe, they do this stuff. Like, they have, they have an in-season tournament yeah. and their regular season. Yeah. But in Europe, they don't have playoffs. Yeah. Like playoffs are our tournament. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So now, you know, and now you got like two tournaments. And it's like, why? Well, the, I, when I heard that they were considering a tournament, what I always envisioned was like they were looking at the excitement that the college tournaments generate. But that's only single elimination. Yeah. And that's why it's so exciting because it's like Battle Royale. Like yeah. well, last I man standing. This will be too. Um, but, but. I, I don't know. But I gotta tell you, they did they did play to the number for the NBA All Star game. Yeah. And that was that was really good. Yeah. That was really exciting because now you're not gonna. The teams be, actually played. Well, you're not gonna be incentivized to foul down the stretch. Yeah. So yeah. it was really interesting because like it was just pure basketball mm-hmm. to the end. Yeah. And it so it, it did work, but it, it just seems really odd. Yeah. That, mix like, it up like. Yeah, that. like we're gonna play the sport. This Two way, different ways. Yeah, this way sometimes, and then this way other. It, it, it seems weird. Yeah, I, I would think it would almost be hard. Maybe not. I don't yeah. know. But it, it to, to build teams a certain way, like because if you're, you're going to use a different strategy. Yeah, right. So you're gonna, but for different strategies, you're gonna want kind of different rosters yeah. too. Like, yeah. like a team like the Golden State yeah, Warriors in exactly. their well, without all the well, a player they're, they're going to be the first to hit the top score I mean, every time. A player like Shaq. In his in his prime would have been a monster in this tournament yeah. because hack a shack would be gone. Yeah, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. Yeah, because you know you just want to do that. And like, well, just but just if you have like a, de- you know, a lot of teams are defensive. Not a lot, but defensive based teams I always think are really interesting to watch. Yeah, but if you don't have the offensive potency, then you're not going to win those games, no matter how good your defense is. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So I mean. That's kind of weird. And I don't know. It just seems like I know why they're doing it. They're doing it because of European soccer. Yeah. And and probably European basketball is probably the same way. But they also have – they don't have a playoff. Playoffs. And and when they do this tournament, they invite all the teams in the country, Mm -hmm. not just – not just the, the best. Not just from the one league. Yeah. It's from the leagues below that. So yeah. like basically like what we would consider minor league. Yeah. 
which seems kind of redundant, but sometimes the minor league teams do yeah. win. Yeah. Um, which makes it more interesting. Yeah. And I always thought baseball could do this. I but, always thought baseball should do but this. But like the D League would be like the next thing for the NBA, which are just players who are on NBA teams, but they're not like yeah. good enough. So yeah. I don't know if that would work. I mean, well, it would just be something interesting. More but interesting. but those players already play. Like they already belong to like the yeah. Lakers, for example. Yeah, I guess you're right. But it's like a Lakers player just yeah. playing in their D League. Yeah. I guess so, that would be a little hard. To, I don't know. You'd be competing against your own yeah, talent. Yeah, that's true. So it'd be a little bit harder to pull yeah. off here, um, which sucks. Yeah. Because it's, it, it is really cool. It's, yeah. it's sort of like it's sort of like March Madness. Yeah. With college yeah. basketball. Yeah. Where like you know when when Binghamton gets in, we're like that's what oh, I mean. Like anybody so cool. could you suddenly. Know, like, yeah, yeah. It is. It is cool, but you know we're we're just not built for that, and with our pro sports, so. I don't know. It, I don't know what to make of it. Speaking of anybody being able to get in, did you see this incident last night in the NHL with this emergency backup goalie? Yes. This yeah. was great. So David Ayers. I never knew how this worked. Apparently, each like stadium yeah. is assigned an emergency backup goalie that's sitting in the stands in case both team both goalies on either team yeah. go yeah, down. He, that's the weird thing is he either team either team. And, and this has never happened. And, before. and the weirder part is is. He he is actually an affiliate. He he plays for an affiliate of the Toronto Leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Toronto Leafs. And um, so he was going in against the team that he <laughs> that he sort of plays. Yeah, for. and he and he helped them win. So this guy <laughs> this guy is a forty something year old Zamboni driver. That's yeah. his job. And he got called in to play goalie because I think it was the Hurricanes, right? Both of their goalies yes. went down, yep. which is how the goalies get injured. Very, it's very rare. Very rare, yeah. And not only does he win, but he won against like I think the the Leafs or whoever they played were like the top rated offense yeah. in the league. Well, so he actually beat like one of the top rated offenses. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is is the the. Um, it was the Canes he went in for, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're like red and white, and Toronto's blue and white. Yeah. And when he first went out there, all he had was his own gear. Yeah. So his pants were blue. <laughs> his helmet had, you know, the maple leaf. Yeah. Helmet. So he looked like, you know, he was playing for, for the Leafs because he, he really, in all actuality, does. Yeah. And then he, he helps them win. And then he was in the Canes locker room celebrating <laughs> with them, which I thought, you know, like, that must just be such a weird experience because you, you sort of play. I wonder how much I'm you sure got. He's a fan of the league. I wonder if you get paid. Oh, I wonder. Sure. I wonder if you get paid when you go in, or if you just get paid to kind of be like on call. Like uh, you get you make like a yeah, certain a flat rate to just be well ready to go. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's the latter. Both, yeah. Because the Canes are selling shirts with his with his name and number <laughs> on it, and they're they're giving the proceeds to him. They and should, he, and he's going to give a portion of the proceeds to. A charity or something. Uh, some charity, yeah, because yeah. he suffered from some illness, mm-hmm. and so he's gonna give. It's just a great, great story. Oh, like great story. Zamboni driver comes yeah. into the NHL, wins a game. game. Yeah, it's awesome. So this one, this one literally like rocked me. I couldn't believe this. Dan yeah. Didio, finally. Who? Well, I, I was gonna ask you that, but he has been like the face of oh DC Comics for like what, like twenty years? Yeah. He's been super high up in the company at least for 20 years. 20 years. 
So he left DC and said he's unhappy with the direction of the company, which I'm, you're you're leaving the is, company. Well, this is <laughs> this is this is my constant. I hate to get political, but this is constantly what I say about about Trump. Like you're bashing the thing that you were in charge of. Like, do you understand <laughs> yeah. that? The buck stops with you. Yeah. Like, do you not get that? So. I don't know. What, tell me your thoughts on Dan Didio here. Um, Do you think this is a good thing? You were doing, if people could fine, see you fine. doing this. You know, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're going to find out. But um, I think one of the good things about America, since we've already broken that seal, is that we do, we change leadership every four or eight years. Yeah. Which I think is is great because no matter if you're a good president or a bad president, if you stay around too long, you're going to be bad. You get complacent, no yeah. doubt. So I think that's good. And I think it's the same really for companies. It's good to have somebody new, somebody with new ideas, new way of looking at things to come in and say, okay, you know, we used to do it this way, but I think we can do it better if we do it this yeah. way now. And, and it's an opportunity. Yeah. You always got to switch it up. And, and you know, DC, they're, in my opinion, in shambles at this point. The comics or the, I mean, the movies are, have been all over. Well, yeah. I mean, the comics too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the whole comic industry is in a weird place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of odd, isn't it? Because right now Hollywood loves to watch the comics and say, yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, yeah. Like, and take the ideas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yet at the same time, like, I feel like comics have never been in a worse place. Yeah. As far as... Well, physical media in general is just in a horrible spot yeah. right now. Well, yeah. And I, mean, I know there's all sorts of online comic subscriptions, but... Yeah. It's funny. I, I, feel, I don't know anybody who buys those. Nobody. Two nights ago, I stopped in a Barnes & Noble. And, like, first of all, the place was, like, empty. And... That surprised me. It was so nice, though. Like, I was going around touching the books and stuff. Because I have, you know, I have Apple News Plus, And I have... Yeah. Uh, you know, like all the the iPad stuff that you can possibly have and want. But to have those books in your hand, to have those magazines in your hand, yeah. the smell of the, the coffee and stuff like I, that, I'm, like, I'm going to miss this when I it's don't, gone. Because it's going to go. I, I literally... Um, I don't think I've ever actually read maybe one or two ebooks. I really yeah. don't like it. Like I oh. still, if I want to read a book, which I don't do often as I should, yeah. I still border like a paperback version or whatever, yeah. because I'm at the same point. It's just more relaxing for me to, to it's, I can put down my phone. I'm not sitting there on exactly. my phone where I'm getting notifications. Exactly. And it's just, I know you can turn them off, stops. but and it, it's I can just, just of staring at screen, relax. Yeah. Know? I can just relax and just read the, Read the book. Yeah. yeah. And I just like the feel. But anyway, we, we sort of got off topic. Uh, as far as the release of Dan, um, he did good with the rebirth and all that. It, was it was fi yeah, Final Crisis was one of his big yeah. things, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he did good with rebirth. New 52 was, you know, whatever. But I feel like comics has just entered this weird phase. They just reboot every yeah, year. Yeah, they just reboot every reboot, year. And reboot. it's like, well, who cares? Well, that's what, you know... One of the, I read like his like one of his statements as to like why he was stepping down, and he said he was unhappy with the direction of the company. But I really felt like what he said was more about the comic industry. He was saying that you know he thinks the whole comic industry is driven by nothing but like variant covers, yeah. and like, and it is. It I agree is. with what he's saying, yeah. but it's like kind of like you said. Well, if you're the one who's and driving the cart, yeah. uh, you know, like 
do something, yeah. you know, and I'm sure there's a board, you know, he had to answer to and, you know, he had to follow their, you know, they set the funding yeah. limits and see, I think they, I think they but should be more. variant covers to me are like the, the loot boxes of comics. Yeah. Like it's getting blood out of the same group of people over yeah. and over. I think they need to be more. And it works. I, I think they need to be more honest with where we are in comics and rather than doing these like reboots, but they're not reboots. Like, because, you know, like they try to maintain like, OK, this is the same Spider-Man that was around in 1969. Yeah. But it's not. It's yeah. different. You know, it's like, well, no, come on. Let's let we should just have like basically like seasons. Yeah. Where you can tell a story. People live. People die. And then there's an ending. There's yeah. an actual ending. And then we re- we truly restart the series. You can change the characters however you tell want. Tell the same story again. Yeah, yeah more or less. I do mean, it differently. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can deviate as much as you want. Yeah. But at least then, you know, we can maintain yeah. the integrity of the story. Whereas now, you know, like Gwen Stacy is back and she's a spider woman. And, you know, like, it's just like, you know, you, you've, you've completely shat on everything that made the character worth the damn. You know, so, and that's why I give, like... You know, the Walking Dead credit, because the Walking Dead was literally just like, no, this is our story from yeah. start to finish. Yep. There's no, it's not still going. There's yep. no spinoff. There's no, it's like. So when people died. They it, were dead. Yeah, they're dead. They uh, weren't so, brought back for a spinoff project. So the project. feelings you they're, felt for those situations, yeah. they were real. They were true. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. That's that the was, story. That was Right. That and, was the story of the Walking Dead. I think they need to, they need to get honest with with superhero comics and, and just allow that to be like, they did that with the ultimate comics. And that's what I, that's what started me with comics. Yeah. is having like that one universe where I was able to get in from the beginning. Yeah. And I followed and it. And you can actually follow it. Yeah. That's the thing is now. And you know, I know that again, I know it's how they make money. And I think that's what Didio was saying is like, I remember when I first started to get really into comics, like again, like, when we were in college, yeah, it was around I think Final Crisis and the time following that, yeah. like Batman R.I.P. Yep, you had to read so many freaking books to <laughs> st- you to to yeah. stay to know what the hell was going yeah, on by design. Yeah, right by design, but it became so cumbersome to do so that I literally just stopped. Yeah, because like you said, like the Ultimate line, all right, you could follow it. Like yeah. this is my series, this is my story. That was the coolest. I'm part. invested in it. It was like three or four books. I was trying to like but you could follow that. Scrape up as much money as I could as a college student to go down to the damn comic store every week and spend like $20 yeah. to get like a third of the story. Yeah. And it I was still like, have like all my comic books. I'm, I'm I thinking do of some, like it's just hard to sell them at this point. Yeah. Um, you got to ship them all. I've been trying to think of how to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But, but it, yeah, I mean, if they would ever make that change to where they. But truly just commit to, okay, we're going to start here and we, we promise we're going to end over here. You know, and whatever happens in between, that's the actual story. Yeah. Like, I would love that so much. And then you could you could do whatever you want. You could make any character, any race you want. You could do, you know, like, because what's it matter? Because you're going to restart it. Like, but yeah. as long as you told a good story, that, that'll bring people. Yeah. You tell a good story. You know, like, you could well, and so I, just be more interesting. And I don't think, and I know they'll never do this because of the money involved, but you don't need to have an ongoing series for every single character all the time. Like, you can tell a Thor story for a year or two, yeah. and then Thor can go away for a year or yeah. two. Like, like, they'll never do it because of the money. Well, and the movies have sort of made that point. Right. You know, like, hey, we had Iron Man. Iron Man was cool as hell. We told 
three or four stories with him, and then you know a couple of Avenger movies, and now his story's done. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, now he's riding off I in mean, the sunset. Yeah, I mean they just yeah they don't need to have they literally need to have like not only not only half of these characters don't have just one ongoing series they have like ten like there's like ten Batman comics there's not like oh speak of the devil Batman number one and just one Batman series oh, you know like and that's the other thing I can't stand is like okay so Batman is up over a thousand issues yeah but they also restarted the number Batman eight. number so, one. So there was Batman number one, and then it was like Batman 12. And Rebirth. Then, then they were like, oh. New 52. One, issue 1000 is coming. So yeah. now we're back to Batman 996, Batman 997, Batman 1000. And then I can't even figure it out. And then a year later, I literally, it's, okay, we're going to restart it. I literally can't even figure it out. So it's just such a scam, and they need to just, they need to be honest with people. Because, like, you're not fooling anyone anymore. No. Uh, time for some Godspeed stories. You want to start, or we don't even need to rush through these if you don't. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I want to rush through them. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. But, uh, Xbox Game Pass gets Kingdom Hearts three this month. This was huge to me. Yeah, that's a good get. Um, but the bigger news to me is it got Ninja Gaiden two. Yeah, nobody cares uh, anymore. The greatest action game of all time. Not three. Not three. three. <laughs> no. Um, but I think what blew my mind about this is. This is like a hundred hour game. Yeah. That you can play on Game Pass. Now is this gonna have It's Kingdom Hearts. Is it gonna have music, sound effects, <laughs> and uh you know There was a day where if you would have said, you know, not only will Kingdom Hearts be on Xbox, yeah, but it will be on like a Xbox subscription service. Yeah. The PlayStation fans would no have laughed way. you off the stage. Or yeah. Yakuza. I mean Yeah. Yeah. That's that's even more of like a you know, a Japanese only game. So I mean and I was thinking about that. Also this week, um, how great it is that you can pretty much get now, and how different it is that you can get pretty much any game on any console at this point. Yeah, pretty much. And aside from the first party, first party exclusives, um, but it was never, it's never really been that way to this degree no. where where you, even on Switch you can get like any game, mm-hmm. any third party game. Except you know what? I just Madden. I just saw this I just saw this today. I saw that God Hand was on sale for two ninety nine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was one of those games that I always wanted to play. Do you remember what? God Hand? On what? On well, it's a PS. The PS three version's on sale. Oh, okay. So there, oh, there is so that's no why. there is no further version. It's been left behind. Oh, so I'm like, God. oh, it's one of the one games that like <laughs> I still want to play. Yeah. It's not hasn't been brought I hate forward. Seeing that. Like um, there is there's two Xbox three sixty games action you know action adventure games conan and wolverine origins yeah but i've always wanted to play yeah but they've never become backwards compatible yeah. so like i actually owned conan and, and i i look at it you know from time to time and i just think god i wish i could still play you but can't do it uh, uh, moving on facebook gaming signed ronda rousey what do you think about this I think I'm going to, we've kind of said this before, but I actually think that Facebook and caffeine are executing better strategies than, than mixer and YouTube because they're signing like celebrities. Yeah. And I think that's smarter than signing pro gamers. I think unless it is like somebody like Ninja, I I think it would be smart to, if if your business strategy was, okay, we're going to be 
we're going to be the celebrity streaming platform. You know, and like, Facebook could do that. And we're going to have nothing but real celebrities. We're going to have know? The Rock. We're going to go get 50 Cent. We're going to go yeah. get Snoop Dogg. We're going to get, yeah, The Rock. Well, that's what Caffeine's or, doing. But you know, they're doing rappers. Yeah, well, but it would still be cool. Yeah. Like, I mean. Yeah. It's a different experience than watching it'd be competitive like, gaming, it'd be a, for example. It'd be reality television 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine watching like Samuel L. Jackson play? Yeah. Whatever. Make up pick I a mean, game. It would take me back like Mario 20 Kart. years ago when all the celebrities had their own reality shows and you just followed them around. Yeah. But it, it, in the gaming world. Uh, here we go. Hopefully you can hear that. WWE po- <laughs> posted a Dr. Disrespect teaser video, which strongly hinted that Doc will have something to do with them very soon. He also signed a book deal, by the way, but which is going to be written by not not like a biography. It's written as Dr. Disrespect. So it's it's a fictional, like in character book where he's going to tell us tell so could you can you imagine him and uh, i'm thinking like wwe so hurting for talent like this yeah. could be great for them well that's what i was because thinking. all gamers are going to be like i gotta watch this i was thinking wwe is in such shambles that yeah. they, they need to do something like this yeah i, I think mean, that's a it'd be a good idea i i i, I I like to actually watch WWE just yeah. to see like how much of a train wreck it is. You can't get invested <laughs> in it. That's the problem. No, it's so bad. Like I, I just like tuning in and then just you know remembering when I was a kid and how much better it was. And part of that might be because I was a kid, but no, it was truly better. The, the truly the, the talent and the characters, the characters. That's, so bad. The characters from when we were kids were so much. better better yeah than the characters well, people and they're today. still trying to milk these poor old ass versions exactly. of the of these Busted. wrestlers from yeah. our day yeah like they keep bill goldberg's yes. in there with his gray oh goatee God. and oh he like can't even do it rick flair anymore. is still showing up like rick flair was almost dead yeah rick flair we flatlined <laughs> no he literally flatlined last year he was rick, dead he looked he looked a thousand years old when we were yes kids. I mean, yeah like, he did he looked bad yeah Hulk Hogan. And the fact that he's alive at all. Hulk Hogan's head is away. shaped like a pear at this point. <laughs> like, oh it's not. Well, his skeleton is like deteriorating and, inside his head. And Hulk blood. Hogan says he's about two or three inches shorter than he was because, I of, believe all, it. because of all the leg drops that he's been forced to do. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I, I think it, it, this would be smart of WWE yeah. to not only for gamers, not this one. But they should be looking to other places yeah. where they can draw in and they new audiences. This. They used to be really good at this. Like yeah. they used to bring in like cherry Mike, picking, Mike Tyson, and Donald Shaq Trump, and Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Like they used to be really good at this. Yeah, I feel like they haven't been so good at. It. No. I think they even brought Tyson Fury in. Probably, um, but nobody's watching anymore, so no one knows. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool apparently joined f- Fortnite this season, and I don't know why. Uh, I, should I bash Ryan Reynolds again, or do you want to say something? Um, oh, a... Do you know who else is coming? What's that rap? Travis Scott is coming to oh, Fortnite. Oh, why? I don't... <laughs> don't ask me. So stupid. I'm so over Fortnite. I oh, me too. Would, I, I wish I would just go fall into a black hole. And... Well, I already did once. I don't know <sighs> if you did that on purpose or not. Did you yeah, do that on purpose? True. No, I didn't. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Eli Roth is directing a Borderlands movie. Uh, 
Ready? I mean, this is you already Strange. know. I can already tell you what the Strange. It's gonna be slapstick and it's gonna be stupid and it's gonna bomb. Eli Roth is a horror director, though. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Well, Borderlands is slapstick. Yes, but... and it's not gonna translate well to an to a live action movie. No, I don't think so either. I mean, maybe if it was like an anime movie, maybe there'd be a play there, but there's no way they're gonna make it work with an uh, live action. Fans and artists have started a campaign, literally creating new music and new art. To prove to Sega that people want a new Jet yes! Set Radio. Yes! What are the chances of this happening? None! <laughs> Bold, none. Zero. Instant, absolutely none. none. This is Sega. This thing, I mean, they hate money, so not going to happen. But, yeah, I would love to see what a, what a Jet Set Radio would look like on current. They could make hardware. it literally look exactly the same, and I'd buy it. Yeah. Make it on the Dreamcast engine. I, I remember, don't care. I remember that was one of the games that really sold me on Xbox. Yeah. Me too. When I looked at that, I was like, holy crap. It looked like you were stepping gorgeous. into another world. Yeah. yeah. Like that was so much better looking than anything I'd ever seen up to that point. So, yeah, I'd love to see what a, a current gen. And it's just a fun game. you know. Oh, yeah. You don't really have to worry about much. And it's just cool. Okay. So, uh, the IRS is suing Facebook for $9 billion in unpaid taxes. Um Death and taxes, those are the only things you can count on. Here's what I have to say, and I'll keep it short. Every time you ask, how can we pay for that? How can we pay for that? You can make these sons of bitches pay something, <laughs> and then you'll be fine. Yeah. You won't have to have your taxes raised. Yeah, I don't know. No, I do know. <laughs> I do $9 billion? I feel like you're going to spend $9 billion trying to get that $9 billion out of them. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Uh, Suda 51. This blew my mind. We don't. We haven't really had a chance to talk about Suda 51 on the show, but Suda 51 is writing DLC to Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is a sequel to his 1994 Super Fire Pro Wrestling Special Story Mode for Super Nintendo. And apparently, this was insanely dark, especially for a 1994 video game. I know nothing about this Fire Pro Wrestling series, but I've always heard about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I almost bought I almost bought one. Of the is games. it even here? Yeah. It is here? Yeah, I almost bought Fire Pro Wrestling World. Uh, That's this one. Yeah, because I think it's out on PC right now. Um, I almost bought it. It's on Steam. You can go look is it, it up. It's on Steam. It, you know, it's been wildly popular. Is it just a wrestling a game? Time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's old school wrestling, which is... You know, so which is how I almost bought it. It was only like ten bucks. I should have bought it. I, I kind of, you know, maybe now that we're talking about it again, maybe well, Suda Fifty One's doing DLC. That's it's, pretty exciting. It, it sort of has like the old isometric like look to it, like a Super Nintendo. Yeah, like, I think it still uses sprites. like Punch Out kind of. Still uses sprites and everything. Yeah, but it, you know, you can do like anything. You can yeah. do anything that you like see in wrestling. Yeah. So it's very like detailed like that. Yeah. So it's it's really cool because. Can you, know, you lay ten chairs on top of somebody okay, and then hit him with and that. then hit him with you, a jackhammer like or hit hit him with a, a sledgehammer? You can have like cage matches. You can well, some put, was it the ref that was begging him no not to do it? <laughs> yeah. You're better than this or yeah. whatever he was. Oh, <laughs> and then disqualified him. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get a <laughs> WWE pay per view again after that. You're better than this, and then he slams it down. All right, this blew my mind. Yep, I've already watched it. Did you? Yes. There is a Dragon Quest CG movie out on Netflix, and I had no idea. Yeah, and it's no good. No? No. Oh, no you're just saying that because it's Netflix, and well, you hate Netflix. Okay, so Dragon Quest is famous for having the Dragon Ball Z style. 
Visually? Like, yes. Okay. Because the, the same artist, you know, made both. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so its signature look is the, like the Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah. This movie doesn't use that. No? Well, it's, it's CG. CG. But it's a, well, yeah, but so what? Shouldn't they have just done animated? Would well, that have been better? it's a CG animated better? movie. Like, you, how could you not, you should be able to. Use the style. I, I, I was thinking they could have done like literally DBZ style, like an, like cartoon animation. Well, either or, but I mean, you can translate. I mean, you look at Blue Dragon, or yeah, like, yeah, that was also the DBZ style, yeah. and and Dragon Quest Eleven, and like you can do the Dragon yeah. Ball Z style with CG. I heard the story. They just chose just, not to. I heard the story just wasn't comprehensive. Yeah, and yeah, I started watching. I made about. 20 minutes in and I was like okay this oh, this terrible what I, I read very little into this but what I read was that it's based on Dragon Quest 5 yeah which is like a 20 hour game and they were saying like how did you expect to tell a 20 hour story yeah. in a 2 hour movie yeah but I mean books that movies do it all the time so but for me the, the killer was the art style I just can't I couldn't get past it like, yeah uh, they, they made it sort of similar but it's like if you're gonna do that why not just go all the way do it yeah it just feels weird it yeah. just doesn't seem right i just didn't know it existed and i'm surprised that it got made like yeah. who the hell watches dragon quest yeah i mean I who wanted to watch it, this i can't believe you watched it's it. just another example of netflix just farming it out yeah like just buying video game in, ips just, just yeah. throwing stuff against the wall and i'm i'm so tired of it like i can't stand netflix anymore um all right, so that's it for this this episode. We're literally going to PAX in, we'll be leaving three, three days. days. Um, so we'll be doing lots of stuff on the show floor. Uh, we'll, you know, have lots of photos, some videos. I'm definitely going to go live from my phone at some point and do a, I don't know how I'm going to do it or what. I'll either oh, do, sure. <clears throat> I'll either do Facebook or, or Twitch live from the show floor. I don't know what I'll do at that given moment. I might just walk around the floor and show some stuff but um I'm, I'm really excited i've been looking at that map over and over again and, yeah. and like planning out like i gotta go here i gotta go there yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm really excited because this will be the first event that we actually like film yeah and and make something from with that yeah so it's just gonna be interesting to see how this turns out like, yeah i have no idea what to expect um you know it's it, a fun i was thinking like even if we got there and like our footage was unusable. Going is just fun. Oh, like yeah, yeah. playing the games, yeah. talking to the people, and the fact that we're going to seeing gonna it all. Be there early on the least busy day. It's going to be so. It's going to be good. Yeah. So, um, so expect lots of stuff from us throughout this week, but and then the episode when we get back, we'll be discussing how the PlayStation Five was there, but uh, it, wasn't. it was. <laughs> <laughs> it w- wouldn't turn on because they can't figure out how they're yep. <laughs> that's their problem they can't turn the consoles on for some reason yep. they're bricked uh, they got red rings of death maybe we'll maybe we'll have uh we'll, we'll give our review of the birds of prey or sonic the well that's the other thing that hurts is uh the last of us 2 was supposed to be playable for the first time ever and again, this game comes out in yeah. two months. Yep. So it's never going to, nobody's ever going to have got hands on this nope. game. Nope. Which I'm sure, in this case, I don't think it hurts the game because it's a sequel to a massive success. Yeah. So, 
the reviews will be out. And, and I don't know. I mean, I just think it's everything is. Is that, is is that really the type of game you can play at a no, convention no. too and like get a feel for? I, no. I don't think. I so. think depending on the setup, if they give you noise canceling headphones, and yeah. if they like did like a curtain like I mean, around the booth or something. The, the combat in the game is really cool, so I'm sure to see that. Yeah. Even, even in like a yeah. five. And the first, animation. Would be, yeah, it would be really cool to see the audio, but. But since it does rely so much on its story, yeah, you're not gonna get a real feel no. for if the games. Well, well, yeah. that's why like playing for an hour though, I was like, holy crap! Like that yeah. is a long time. They must have been planning to bring a ton of PlayStations if it's an hour. That's what I mean. Play. Like, and I was envisioning them with like, if they just pulled curtains around you, that'd be really cool because then you would be yeah. isolated and focused yeah. on the game. And I don't know, but lots of fun ahead. So what could have been? Tune in. I know. God damn Sony. <laughs> she just called the podcast that. God damn Sony.com. Uh, all right. God Mode Unlocked episode 79 out. The birds. Peace. There we go.